Have you subscribed to the OTB Football Podcast? Well, I just can't that picture in Stephen Gerrard walking <laughs> out of the Etihad, you know, wearing that Liverpool jersey underneath the suit, a bit like Superman Clark Kent. Subscribe now to the OTB Football Podcast stream wherever you get your podcasts and download the OTB Sports app. Leicester Tigers versus Leinster in the European Champions Cup quarterfinal. Live from Welford Road on Off The Ball. With Vodafone, main sponsor of the Irish rugby team. We all belong to the team of us. So Leinster have beaten Leicester by 23 points to 14 in our live commentary here on Off The Ball on News Talk. They're into the last four of the Heineken Champions Cup. They will welcome Toulouse to Dublin next weekend for the semi-final after Toulouse beat Munster 4-2 on spot kicks, penalty kicks at the Viva Stadium. They'd finished 24 points a piece at the end of extra time. A heartbreaking defeat for Munster this afternoon. Quite a, well, I don't know, workmanlike is the phrase, James Downey. Uh, you were watching there with Conor Morris. Uh, you're the former Leinster and Ireland centre. But uh, James, look, they got it done. Their class, I think, uh, told in the end. What will Leo Cullen be saying in the dressing room right now in Stuart Lancaster? Oh, yeah, JD, I think it's, it, it is that kind of, they were a different class. And it was that first half they'd just done enough. You know, I think Leicester were, stuck in the dressing room a small bit and, and Leinster showed their class in that first half by by bursting out into a nice nice early lead of getting 20 points in that first half obviously and insurmountable for the second half but there'll be a few areas of concern I'm sure for Leo obviously Keane Healy going off and, and Johnny Sexton took a bit of a hit um, I think Chris Ashton tripped, chipped it through and put a shot on, on Johnny but uh, maybe just like you're looking for 80 minute performance and if you look into next week and 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 what you're going to come up against, you're going to come up against a much more organised control, much more organised side in this Toulouse side, and, and a lot more power across the across the park because Leicester kicked it in that first half, and it just it was just well, it was terrible to watch for starters, but it just didn't play into their into the way Leicester wanted to play. Really, you know, they, when they moved the ball, they did look a little bit dangerous, and Toulouse will take a lot from that. And and Leinster were quite vulnerable in a few areas when when they were able to push it around the park and and stretch that Leinster defence. So Leo V, look, it's job done really, and it's it's on to next week. But it's it's a much bigger step up, I think, next week, and especially with you look at the bench that Toulouse had coming off today, and uh, albeit Toulouse, it seems didn't to be didn't produce their normal performance or than they normally do as is, uh, but I think that next week that they, they will produce something you know so I think that Leinster need to go up a couple more gears today they did enough and just enough um, but it's just that more so on a, on a weak Tiger side yeah, eating bread is soon forgotten and maybe this game will be forgotten pretty quickly because it is next weekend. I suppose the platform was those early tries, Josh van der Fleer and Robbie Henshaw. Yeah, it was exactly that. And I think it's just got out and everything went their way in that first that first half. And it's the early scores, it's the power before Leicester knew what hit them. It was the the old boxing, you take a few hits, you're against the ropes and the next thing you're, you're out cold and Leinster hit them out cold pretty quickly. Robbie Henshaw running a great short line after great work from the forwards and then uh, and then a set-piece move, uh, set piece move off, off the line out. They just got settled where Leinster or Leicester would have expected them to, to take them on up front. Leinster did a little play and, and Josh van der Fleer peeled around a corner and scored. So I think it's, it's a case of they did just enough and maybe the players had that in their in their mindset in the second half coming out we've done enough for 20 points will we concede more than 20 points probably not they would have thought you know and I think they're pretty comfortable and they took the foot off the pedal a little bit and, and maybe let Leicester back into it but again um, you're right in saying that like it's it's 
that game is going to be, they won't speak about it too much after today. They'll draw a line under that and say, right, next week, we, we've got to go straight into next week because you can't worry about, you've got to fix it quickly if there were issues, which there were a couple, but maybe you've just got to fix those quickly and, and focus on Toulouse because different challenges altogether. Are they fixable? Um, yeah, they are, of course. Yeah, and I think, and I think with the with the coaching staff they have, especially, I think with Stuart Lancaster, he's so thorough in in what he does. Um, he'll analyse this Toulouse side, not just today and how they played against Munster, but the past couple of weeks they'll have done their homework, and I'm sure in this past couple of weeks that they've had off, yes, I'm sure they've looked at Leicester. Of course, they played them today, but. I'm sure some of their analysts have had a look at uh, potential opponents for next week. So I'm sure there's a bit of work done there already. So they are certainly fixable. And, and you'd like to think that in the Aviva, be it on, I'm not sure what day, Saturday or Sunday is going to be, it'll uh, it'll be a sellout and it'll be an almighty atmosphere. Good defence when Chris Ashton scored after that, like if Lenchard conceded again, it might have been a bit of a nervy time, but they weathered the storm well. Yeah, they did. They did. And I ex- expect Leinster to have another purple patch in the second half and, Leicester did well to get back into it and they, they used their drive and maul just before Chris Ashton scored in the corner and if they'd taken another one then it certainly would have been your, your game of two halves and but Leicester just did an, or Leinster just did enough you know and it's it's testament to that defence Le- Leinster's defence um, they pride themselves on it they didn't attack too many rooks and they left the ball free they left Leicester play quick ball which I don't think they can do uh, too much against Toulouse next week to let them play with, with, with that pace and with that tempo of breakdown. I think they're going to have to compete an awful lot more. Um, but today, they just backed their defence. They've done their homework on Leicester and how they attack and how they play. And, and ultimately, um, the defence did enough today. Who's your man of the match? Um, Gibson Park, I think, was superb in everything he did. He, look, he's in that pivotal position of nine um, across a year this year he's been super he's he's controlled everything with Ireland this year he's been good and I think that everything good about Leinster today was 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 Jemison Park it was tempo it was speed um, accuracy of pass uh, ability to see uh, gaps in the defence and, and just put Leicester on the back foot and everything good about Le- Leinster today as I said was, was true Jemison Gibson Park and deserved man the match you see the way Ireland play now and it is different since uh, Gibson Park's tempo was introduced by Andy Farrell and obviously he's a player for Leinster and you look at DuPont as well the best player in the world number nine is uh, is is holding sway at the moment yeah it certainly is and it's like it, it, it's an interesting comparison and you look at you look at Ben Youngs and Wigglesworth today and then you look at your Conor Murray and Craig Casey situation as well and Conor Murray is the more the elder statesman but he's he's more known renowned for his kicking and he like he's lost a slot to Jameson Gibson Park with Ireland and then you see someone like a Craig Casey who's who's at his heels who's bringing that tempo and that youthful energy that he has and and it seems to be that the nines now are are these uh, diminutive guys who come in and just bring that tempo and speed and just increase it, it obviously look it's got to suit your, your your team and the type of game plan you're trying to play um, but these nines certainly for the fast placed fast paced teams like, like your Toulouse's and Leinster's these fast nines are are, 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 are certainly the way to go is there a freshness edge for Leinster, given that fact that Toulouse have, you know, they're batting in France, Leinster don't have had those worries uh, domestically and they had a hard game today to lose and Leinster at home. Do Leinster have a few points in the back pocket already or does it work that way? Um, potentially, JD. I think, look, 
it'll be in the last couple of minutes that someone might fatigue or, or something along that but ultimately you're going into a European um, semi-final and it's you're not going to say oh, I'm tired or I'm this you know I, I think across the board um, I don't think it'll make too much of an impact I do think it'll be interesting how the freshness is um, you mentioned that the top 14 they are playing a hell of a lot today was quite attritional but um, I don't think Toulouse will use that as an excuse or maybe it mightn't get brought up next week but I just think that um, they voted hard games today Toulouse has sounded a, a hell of a lot more um, tighter as it was but uh, more attritional certainly um, but I'm sure there'll be sore bodies on both sides and look next week could be a whole new game there's plenty of time to recover in, in terms of that so I don't think it's going to have an effect but look should lead to a, a pulsating affair next week the Munster players must be absolutely devastated. Oh, I can't imagine. Like, I was talking to Connor and we were talking about the, it happened in 2008 or 2009. With yeah, Car- only once Car- before, in 27 yeah. years of the competition. And it was, I, we were nearly going to look it up because Johnny Murphy actually um, got his kick. But I think it was on the 22, right in front of the post on the 22. And it was more like soccer. And uh, you, you, you did five penalty takers and you kicked it that way as opposed to today when you had your three kickers and six kicks. And, and geez, they had Ford's kicking balls over at that stage and Jordan Crane, I think Martin Williams missed his and Jordan Crane for Leicester nailed his and that was in the semi-final. Um, but yeah, it's certainly added a bit of spice to it. Um, but yeah, absolutely devastating way to go out. Uh, like as I said, it is in football, devastating. So uh, rugby, we're not used, not used to it. and It's not as if you're going to really train for something like that. Um, you'd expect something to happen. Um, you'd expect something to happen in extra time as someone to get a penalty shot and, and kind of be taken out of your hands but look devastating for the lads that, that missed their penalties today but unfortunately that's the nature of sport and yeah just horrible way to go out Ben Healy like he was unlucky I felt with the 56 metre attempt at the very end of the game to win it then he had a drop which went just wide of the posts in extra time and then he missed his two kicks hopefully though this will be the making of him yeah, look, that's the way you have to look at it. You have to look at that positive spin and go, look, it happens and you've got to turn and, and learn from it. And um, on another day, he lands that 56 metre. I saw that kick actually and it was agonisingly close, you know. And But on another day, a little bit of wind behind him perhaps and that sails over and, he, and he's the hero. But again, that's the nature of sport and he's going to have to kind of dust himself down and, and, and get on with things because, you know, it's, Munster are going to try and try and win this URC and try and kick on from it so he's going to be a pivotal part of that so look as I say happens in sport and hopefully he can bounce back and, and not worry about it for too long I feel Munster have turned a little bit of a corner um, generally in Europe they've fizzled out in recent years uh, James but like Graham Roundtree Mike Prendergast they've got stuff to work on yeah, I agree with you there, JD. I think in the last couple of weeks we've seen uh, a Munster side that are happy to move the ball, happy to keep the ball alive. Um, there's a time and a place to rely on kicking, but I think they've shown that there is there is an element where they can evolve. And there's an evolution there that Mike Prendergast can come in and and really put a stamp on, um, get their identity. I wouldn't say back, but just evolve it the way they're trying to go forward and the way they're trying to manipulate defences not be as set piece orientated as they have been I think it's a great chance for as you say like the whole team but predominantly your Mike Prendergast who's going to be in charge of attack and 
I think he's going to have a lot to say and coming from France as well and coming from a racing side uh, who are who attack from everywhere who aren't afraid to attack who play a great brand of rugby and again if he can instill some of those uh, values that he's he's done over there in, in, in an attacking system it can only be good for Munster rugby Raj is still there anyway La Rochelle won uh, 31-19 against Montpellier so he'll be in the, the semi-finals next weekend James but um, can you see Leinster and Marseille can you see them in the final of course I, I, like, I guess this is kind of the Leinster so this is Leinster when you see them you see them at the business end of the season you see them involved in finals and, and semi-finals but normally finals and, and they've fallen short a couple of times but I guess you got to lean towards um a bit of a like Aviva Toulouse won't be feared by the Aviva having dealt with a, a Munster crowd today that took it over and uh, I guess you're going to expect the Leinster side or Leinster supporters to, to fill out the Aviva next week and they won't be afraid coming over but I just think that this Leinster side um, are a quality side now and I think they've learned um, over the past couple of years in terms of defeats uh, in how to how to deal with physicality how to deal um, with these power sides and I do expect them to overcome it and then look you get to you get to Marseille and sure who knows you're in a final and it's 80 minutes but look they have a big 80 minutes next week and it'll be a great pulsating affair Alright James Downey thanks so much for speaking to us today Cheers Eddie James Downey there on commentary with Conor Mars Leicester Tigers versus Leinster in the European Champions Cup quarterfinal live from Welford Road on Off The Ball with Vodafone, main sponsor of the Irish rugby team. We all belong to the team of us.